0: Welcome to All In The Marriage Table Podcast, Episode 2 A Firm Foundation. We would like to start by saying Happy New Year 2020. Happy New Year. It's been a little while since we did our last podcast. We had several people that have been asking when the next one was going to come out, and it's just so funny. We just really... Thought we had a lot more free time than what we actually did. So, but this year I think we're gonna put together, we've actually started putting together a calendar of how we're gonna go about um, doing our podcast and fitting it into our schedule. It's so funny because Trinidad and I we were talking about it and it's like just like marriage, like you have so many different things that you plan on doing. And or that you want to happen, and then when those things don't happen, it really does test the foundation, kind of like what we you know talked about in the first podcast, actually building a foundation. It does test your foundation to see what you're made of, to see what it is you really um want to do and what you're really willing to work towards
1: um don't you agree? Yes, I agree, I mean, it even. You, it tests your adversity. How do you handle adversity? What happens when, like Fatima said, when something that you plan doesn't come to come to fruition the way you want it to come to fruition or the way you like to see it happen? So then what's your alternative or how do you go to a different way in a different direction in making that, that, that thing happen and making it happen the way that you want it to happen?
0: And I know with us um, or with myself, I have, like with the podcast, and I guess, you know, since we're just kind of talking about how um, the things worked with that, and this is just real life, you know, we're just kind of having a conversation about it because this is just, it's how real life happens. We have all these topics and, you know, things that we'll get to, but it's just funny how the last maybe probably four to six months of the end of 2019 we had all these grand goals and things that we wanted to accomplish. And there was a lot of things that we were able to accomplish. But when, when life begins to happen to you, I had a death in the family. Um, we had different vacations planned. Um, there were some things going on with our daughter. And it's just an a, a area in life that you have to really step back. You know, there are times that you need to step back and reevaluate what the most important thing is. I like to explain it like, you know, kind of having a piece of pie, you know, or pie on a plate. So, you know, you have a whole piece of pie and there are times where there are a bunch of empty spaces and then someone else may come with their issue, which is a piece of the pie, and you can handle that. But sometimes when your piece of pie is full, when your, your plate is completely full, you don't always have it. You know, you don't always have the time. And for you to try to squeeze space for certain things, that means you're not going to be able to give it your all. And that's what we didn't want to do with the podcast. We have um, been in marriage ministry for over 15 15 years now. now. So this is a new avenue for us. It's a new way for us to be able to express um, to our couples and to a new audience um our love for relationships and the things that God has done on the inside of us over the years, but we never want to just do it half heartedly. We want to be able to give it our all so if that means doing less podcasts with more content, better content because we've had a little bit more time to pray and seek the Lord about what the next topic is and how to go about it, then that's what we're gonna do and that um you know, it just continues to segue into that's how your marriage should look. There's going to be times where you are going hard, fast, heavy um, in your goals and what your kids need, what your kids want, what education you all want to have for one another. But then there's kind of that slow down period, you know, where it's like you're trying to just kind of idle, you know, you're you're not idle in a negative way, but you have to just kind of slow down. It doesn't mean that the car isn't moving but it just means that you are able to kind of sit down and evaluate like what the next step is before moving
1: into it. Exactly. Um, Last time we left off, we were talking about the introduction and building that whole foundation of a solid relationship and talking about our experiences, how we got together and how we started building that foundation. Now we're going to move forward. Now that we had that foundation built, and still working on it, now building the structure on that foundation to be a standing strong, being able to withstand all of the different elements that might come come against it that might try to knock it down and knock your marriage down. Or for our case, before our marriage, building that relationship to get to marriage and then in the marriage itself. Now we got that house that's standing strong and with being able to withstand anything that could come against it and building us stronger. Um, with that being said, I can recall as we started getting closer together, it was one major, one very major incident right off the bat that kind of brought us closer together in- immediately, and it has a lot to do with when I transitioned from Whitewater and had to come home. And again
0: college. Everybody college. Well college. I went to University (laughs) of
1: Wisconsin Whitewater. And uh that was my third semester. Um was in school, like I said last time, coming home every weekend, you know, spending time with Fatima. We hanging out on the weekends and things of that nature and it was an incident where, what was it, about November, right right after Thanksgiving, where I had to leave school, like out of, out of the blue, just had to leave school. You know, my father was, was doing some things and the situation came up where he called me and was like, you got to come home from school, you have to get a job, you have to help take care of the house and things like that. Both my brother, myself and my brother had to leave school. Now, this was a very um, trying time for me at that point in time because Whitewater was my everything. So to leave that school, leave everybody that I met, leave everything I was trying to build uh, as far as moving into my career, that next step was just like all torn down like immediately and left me in a very, very bad place. It left me in a very bad place. I mean, I was angry all the time. Me and my father's relationship was very rocky. Only person that was truly there for me during that time frame was Fatima. And it was a difficult moment, but this is one of those moments where we could have easily went a whole different way. And instead of, I don't even know what words to say, instead of kind of like, just being, just being there and, like, like, just being, a being there, like, don't really, Fatima like, really was, like, took the place of a lot of uh, people that was normally in my life and really was the emotional support more than I ever could have dreamed of and only being together for, what was it, less than a year? A year? Mm-hmm. A, little so. a, year. Mm-hmm. a little bit over a year. It was a little bit over a year because we had, it, was, we, we had got together that October the year before that and then... That following year, that's when everything started going bad far as my life and what I wanted to do and where I see my life going. And this is where that house is starting to build now because now my trust in Fatima is building. You know, she's her trust in me. The love is really building strong and things of that nature. And we just started. it was just her and I if it was nobody else I could count on, I knew I could count on her from that moment on. And that was, that started everything off. That's what really started vesting my love. I should say really like showing that I can love one woman wholeheartedly and want to give my life to her. And that's, that started that from there. And it was really interesting because I was spending more and more time with her less and less time with my, with my father and my, and my family and it was starting to even even that whole situation was starting to uh throw a wedge between not her and I but like her and my fam my father so to speak and
0: and see and that's why I want to kind of interject you know really quickly before we kind of go into that portion of it because like when you're like you said the different things that you were experiencing um at that point We were not, even though, you know, we weren't saved or anything at that point, but we were not sexually active with one another. Uh, We were spending time with one another. And when this particular situation came about, I just remember us, I just remember, well, myself, like having a desire to help. Just, you know, having that, I just wanted to help. Like, I saw the sadness, you know, on your face. We would hang out, we would party, we would go, you know, to restaurants, we hung out with friends and stuff together. So, when this thing happened, like, of course, writing the letters and things like that to one another. So, when this thing happened, it, it, I, you don't know how stuff is going to affect you until it affects you, until it happens. So, I just remember wanting to help. You know, that was the first key that this was. A friendship that this really was a friendship so having the desire to like let me make it better let me just be there for you okay i'll pick you up if you need me to or you know we'll scrape change together you know so that you can take the bus to work or take the train you know to come down here and see me whatever it was that was what i first remember you know just having the desire to help so like these are to me you know some of the the pinpoint the pinnacle moments in which you realize like, okay, a relationship is being built, yeah. whether, whether a friendship or whatever. Um, you know, because of course we were both so young and had been in relationships before. But when you just start to see that this one is a little bit different. And I have heard people say like how you can really tell you're not really in a relationship with the person who you're introduced to. You know, they're they going to put on their best behavior and they're going to put on their best clothes. They're going to look their best, get your hair done and, you know, all of these different things. But it's not until a person has adversity in their life, that's when you really see them. That's when you really saw, you know, you see what a person is made of. And at that point, I saw that Trendle was willing to be weak around me. You came to me, you talked to me about the different things. You were angry. You know, you was angry. You was upset. Um, there was a lot of different emotions and stuff that were going on. And even if I could say, like, I felt like you were not ready to give up, but the anger was t- had taken over. You know, you were just so upset because things didn't work out the way you wanted them to. Um that at that point, it was just like, wow, okay, so what are we going to do now? I guess, you know, he'll just work or, you know, whatever the situation is. But just wanted, I did just want to be there. I just wanted to be there. And I knew with our relationship that when we could sit down and we could have a conversation, I could at least, you know, us being together made you feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It was a little less heavy, yeah. you know, on you.
1: And I think, um, just thinking about it now, as I'm listening to Fatima talk, and I said it was a year later. It actually wasn't a year later. It was really about three weeks after we got together when all this stuff started happening. As it, as I thought about it, I said, "No, it wasn't no year later. It was like literally three weeks after we got together. Everything started crumbling. Like my in my life, every that, that was the start of about a good two and two year year and a half, almost two years of my life." kind of like spiraling down from how I seen it going. And even even in those two years, it was a situation where Fatima and I, kind of, our relationship was, was kind of tumultuous. But that was the start. That was the first start of I seen us being more than just dating for a while. And then, as I said in our last podcast, dating for a while and then going our separate ways and moving on with our life from there.
0: Okay. And, so what do you mean by that? What do you mean by the, what what you just said something about going your separate ways and like elaborate a
1: little bit. Okay. So on good, 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 good question. Like I said before, I never looked at a relationship being lasting no long term. So when I initially met Fatima or I met you, it wasn't no goal of mine to be with you, you know, be with you. And we're going to start a we going to get married, start a family together. We're going to be together for now 20, 30 plus years. That, that was the furthest thing from my mind. I mean, like I said, I had another girlfriend at Whitewater. I had another girlfriend in Milwaukee. You know, I just seen it as we were going to be friends and whatever happened, we would probably date for a little while or hang out for a little while, you know, and then eventually it would phase out and we go back to our normal life mm-hmm. before we met each other.
0: Right. So then the the entrance of like issues the issue of school that put you in a position to say like you needed to focus more on whatever your next step was going to be not necessarily including me in that but just I just need to focus on you know what what my next step is going to be for school like it does that is that what you're saying um like that kind of puts you in that position it kind of put me in that
1: position but at the same time I didn't. I didn't even think that way. I was just thinking I was going to come home, and that was just an opportunity for us to spend more time together. Because I was starting. I was building. To, I, it was getting to like you more and more and more, and it was turning in my mind, in my heart. It was going from more than just okay, we friends. You know, we just hang out together. Now I was getting to that point where. I can be exclusive. I wanna be just with with you, hang out with you, build a relationship, turn it into dating, and see where it go from there. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that an uh, unfortunate situation start bringing us closer together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And from there, we just started building, 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 mm-hmm. because I found myself spending more time with you out of not wanting to be around my my father
0: right and saying that's like we talked about um not being afraid to um not being afraid of the unknown in, in relationships because this was one of those things you know you hadn't planned on that i met a guy who was in college you know i'm in high school you know my last or getting to be my last year of high school um when we met and it was like, okay, that's the thought. So then when you have short, a short, such a short period of time later, and then you're now you're not in college, it didn't mean that you weren't ever going to go back. And that wasn't even like the thought, like when I'm looking back over it now, that wasn't even the thought. But when you are, I guess when I paused you and I asked the question, you know, what was your idea? Because when you are in college, you know, you have focus, you have a focus, you have a desire, you've put forth effort. You know, to get their applications and all everything that, you know, college takes and living in dorms and all of those different things and you're establishing friendships and relationships around that. So it's not when you had to leave, it wasn't just the leaving the school, it's leaving the whole lifestyle. You know, it's leaving the whole lifestyle, so it puts people in a position that, like, this is everything that my life is right now. So, for you to be denied that, it's like, it does, it takes a lot away. And I think that's what I want people to look at, you know, like, when you're in relationships with people, when different things happen. You have to look at, like, the effort that a person has possibly put into a specific thing, you know, like, it's not just that specific thing. When somebody goes and they lose a job, you know, if it's a career, if it's something that they have been educated towards, and then all of a sudden you can't understand why they don't get over it. <laughs> you know, why you can't, okay, it's just a job. Well, no, it's not just a job. Mm-hmm. This is something that I've been working towards, you know, all of my life or for six months or for nine months or whatever. When we put time and effort into something and we don't get the, the get to reap the benefits, you know of those particular things it does kind of put you in a tailspin and i was listening to a ministry um tape the other day Uh, i can't believe i said tape showing my age right there uh on youtube (laughs) video and and they were talking about you know how do you know that you've been traumatized um that means. uh how do you know that a certain experience traumatized you because you don't try anymore? And I believe, um, it was Dr. Matthew Stevenson that I was listening to. I've been listening to a lot of him. I love his teaching. Um, but he was saying how that's, that's kind of, that's how you can tell if you know how, if you know that you've been, if you don't know that you have been traumatized see if you would want to try that thing again. So when you didn't get the opportunity to finish college at 19, 20 years old, it took you some years to get back, right?
1: Well, it took- Maybe,
0: uh, was it like it a year? It took a semester. Okay, okay. Remember,
1: I was out of semester mm-hmm. because I didn't go back that spring semester and then I transferred to Parkside. Okay. And then, yeah. you know, yeah, we tri- right. so I, I was out of school for a semester and then I transferred to Parkside the spring, the fall semester of the following year, which um, was 1990. Mm-hmm. But that was the first, that was the first trial in our relationship, which when, when I look back on it again, the first year and a half of our relationship, a lot of trials and tribulations came, which tested, uh, tested our um love for each other and which brought us closer together because we had a lot of things going on. So moving forward, you know, like I said, that was about the, about, that was about a year. That was about, I said I had about a year and a half of what things were just spotting out of control. And we're talking about building that, that solid, foundation that solid structure on that foundation and this is where Fatima and I really started building that that solid foundation. Mm-hmm. Once we realized that okay, we do wanna be in a relationship with each other. And it just so happens that now a lot of things start coming against that relationship, testing our testing our love for each other. So moving forward, we go on, we go through that year. I'm like in a bad situation with my father uh Fatima's getting ready to graduate from high school you know we go through that that uh, fall semester that spring semester that spring from January to May Fatima graduates you know go off to beauty school now we start problems start coming in between us a year literally a, a little over a year after we got together you know our serious, our first serious clash in our relationship comes comes along. You know, now we spending all our time together, we then got closer to one another, you know, we start meeting each other's families and getting closer to each other's families. Fatima is now she's in beauty school. She's spending a lot of time down in um Evanston and in the city because she started meeting uh friends that she had at the school and whatnot, so she hanging on with them. And then that first real big issue arises that tests that tests our relationship. And what was that? And that that <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I, that I she's feel like I'm interviewing you. Because <laughs> that that first real situation came about, uh she met her one of her uh girlfriends, friend girls, brother. And Being around so much, you know, hanging out with them so much and hanging out, being down there so much, naturally, you know, you start getting to know another person. And now, you know, our feelings can start developing and things of that nature. So that was the big major test we end up even breaking up.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, because then I'll say, like, as far as that, you know, we're both young, you know, you're in college and trying to get yourself back in college. I'm graduating high school and going on to, you know, what's going to be the career of my choice um, at that point. So it's just, you know, everybody likes attention and as much attention as you possibly could. I talked about, you know, in the first podcast, our insecurities and the different things that we experienced when we we're younger. And I was still young, you know, I went to beauty school at 18. I graduated beauty school at 19 and, you know been doing hair, you know, for over 30 years now. So, there, I was very young. There was, you know, you just you just like the attention. I'm just going to leave it, you know, at that. We like attention no matter, you know, what it is, how it is. I shouldn't say no matter what the attention is, but we like attention. You know, so, for me, it wasn't, you know, we were, you and I were building a friendship. We were building a relationship. But, of course, when the, when someone else enters in, that's when... Um, I won't say that's only when, but that is when um, a lot of times you are able to see like, okay, wait a minute. You know, I do feel kind of weird, you know, talking to him because I have Trendle that is, you know, back home. I have him that I talk to. I have him. So when you have someone else that's trying to get in your ear, it does make you have to define the relationship. You know, a lot of times I see now um you know with like the presence of social media and so many people just kind of hooking up and our ki- our our children's generation you know it's just like it's amazing to me how much of that is just so open and acceptable but at the same time when we are sat in front of a couple be it you know at our church or you know just sitting around at a you know family gathering or something like that and we're talking to them they still want the those nurturing you know, traditional values, which is to have someone that is there for you to love them, the husband and wife, you know, they still desire that. But then they're traveling down all of these avenues because they figure they're on a time schedule with it. Like, I'm still young. I got time to, to you know, party and hang out and hook up with people and all of these different things. But we don't realize um, how those, all these hookups, all of these different things that you do start to mold your thinking in a certain way and i just remember you know being there for Trendle and wanting to be there for Trendle with different things but then when another guy entered in it was like okay you know he doesn't have now he didn't have nothing going on in comparison to what Trendle had it just was like a thug and you know he was there and i was hanging out and you know we was all hanging out together and all of that so it was like there was even you didn't even have anything to offer me but giving me attention. So it was something that was so funny that it tapped into like a weakness, you know, that I had. So it made the appearance that it was bigger than what me and Trendle had because it tapped into a weakness. And I firmly believe when someone kind of taps into an area that's been weak or, you know, uh, just kind of press suppressed in you. And that you've not wanted to deal with, you think that oh, okay, yes, this is the one. This is the one because he knows he's saying the things that I need to say. But well, he he you don't have no job. You you don't have no means or desire or want to even you know go into a deep relationship. You're just trying to get a hookup. You know you're just trying to just be there to be there type thing. So it's just funny how something like that can cause to can come in and cause you to second guess your relationship that you already have um and i once we fussed and fight and argued about it you know back and forth and then i had to come forward and and say yeah you know i've been kind of seeing him when i'm there and you know that type of thing but then we broke up and was this the breakup that we we broke up, but then we you were know, still together we the whole time, I the whole say, weekend. I didn't even say we
1: broke up, because we were like...
0: No, we had broke up. We had argued. We had broke we, up. We said we weren't going to see each other no more. But then there was still that friendship. It was like, do you still need me to come pick you up and take you to work tomorrow?
1: Because we... <laughs> I was gonna just say, like... I'm going to say I we, wasn't
0: willing to abandon
1: you. I'm going to say we separated, because... <laughs> It's kind of. But we was not married, kind of, so you can't kind really of call it separation. It's kind of <laughs> funny because although we said we were breaking up, because Fossum, I I'll never forget these words, and it's kind of, it's kind of like the difference between men and women, because mm-hmm. a man will try to date multiple women, but Fossum was like, I can't, I'm not gonna date both of Mm y'all so instead of dating both of y'all i'd rather break up with you and not hurt you by dating you find out some other type of way or what have you so i'm just i just rather you know break up with you and you know things of that nature so i was like all right bet
0: but then i still again i still felt like the foundation that we have been building in our friendship, like again, like I said, okay, but don't you need to work a ride to work tomorrow? right? Like that's <laughs> the thing about like, like after I you gotta broke take up, work like... Tomorrow. like it wasn't like I was just gonna abandon you, and that, and like when you look back on it, you know, we can have these conversations and be able to, you know, be transparent in the podcast. It's like it's it's so crazy because that part of it. That was the part that really let me see like, okay, either you can go and you can get these hookups and date and be with these different people, or you can actually see that, man, why don't you see this relationship through? You know, and it's like that, you, you, yeah. you're you wanting to, You're young, I'm young, I'm not trying to fall in love right now, I'm not, you know, it feels real good when I'm with him, and, you know, this, that, and the other, but no, you know, I just might, I might, what if something's better here, and what if something's better there, well, you don't even know all of what yeah. could be good here, even, before you jumping into something else, And it's you kind know? of funny,
1: because even, so that seven month period, it was a seven month period that we kind of was not together. But still friends, still hanging out.
0: I don't think it was that long. I it was, like it was, it was the summertime. Like no, three it months.
1: started in like like October. Okay. And know, then I we got know. back together officially in May I on my agree, birthday. I
0: disagree on that one because I, I don't But
1: do uh, we got back officially together on my birthday in May. But even like Fatima said, I went back to, you know, doing the things I was doing. I started uh, dating a young lady that I was dating like not too long before I met Fatima. and uh, But like she said, it wasn't the same. You know, I was still like, okay, I'd rather be with Fatima. I'm going to, and we were still hanging out. Like I would come down to her house. She would come to my house. And the one time, again, we're building our, now we're building that solid house, that solid framework on the house, on the foundation that we had started putting together and still cultivating that foundation. Uh, It came to head one night at her house and this is when it's that one thing that all you know my dad always told me a couple people i just told my sister this earlier that sometime if you let something go and it come back then it was meant to be our situation was kind of like that we at the house hanging out the phone ring or the phone don't ring i don't remember how the phone how it came about totally but I'm downstairs doing something. I hear Fatima talking on the phone to, to a dude. So me being the kind of, at that time, I, I kind of crazy, just do wild stuff like I do. I went downstairs. I was out downstairs. I picked up her other phone and was like, Fatima, your food ready. You know, blase, excuse this. And the dude, the guy was like, who is that? And I'm like, all right, when you come downstairs, you know, we can eat and stuff. And hung the phone back up. From there, that started a whole big old argument. We arguing in the house. And <laughs> it's funny now because it was so, it was kind of childish, but in the same way, that was my way of... of uh
0: Establishing territory. Establishing territory, like,
1: you know. but more so, my way of hiding my hurt by being the macho. And so from there, Fatima takes me back home. And as I'm getting out the car... Which was, you know, when you mad, you do stuff that don't even make sense. I guess out of the car and just leave the door open and go upstairs. Remember that? Mm-hmm. But, so, Foster gets out, closes the door, goes back home. We don't talk to each other for like a couple months. You know, then in May, we passed that first test. We yeah. get back together, in may on my birthday mm-hmm. and we never looked back so that was that first test in building that solid foundation that was that you let it go it came back
0: yeah and i think we were, that established in us that we were we had the desire to be exclusive that we wanted to be you know with one another and like we said you know we're just we're not trying to go through like all of, you know, every single little thing, but that, you know, every, let me finish my sentence, every single thing that we have experienced, you know, in relationships, but just to kind of give examples for if anybody out there who is, when you're going through stuff, you know that everybody goes through these steps and these stages, but if we could kind of show you or make you think like, oh, okay, you know, this was a that it was that at that point where I really started realizing, wow, I think I want to try to make this thing work, you know, or the friendship that is being built. Because if this is something that, you know, if the relationship is something that you're not ready for, you know, on either side, communication has to be built continuously. And I think that's something that we try to make sure that we did. We got better, of course, you know, as we went along with communicating with one another, because like if Trendle, you know, when he had the situation with school and at that point if he just was too overwhelmed with trying to get back in school and be in a relationship at that point, that would have been the time for him to say, like, you know what, I have so much on my plate. You know, I just really need to focus on this right now. You know, I want us to be friends and, you know, but I just have to see this thing through and try to figure it out at that point. I think that's the mistake that a lot of people don't make. I mean that they make is that they you know, are not truthful. You know, we were able to talk our way through things and we knew that we still had the desire to be together. But then I had not had that experience being away from my mom all the time. I had my own schedule. I caught the train. I was, you know, that was my, not now my college experience. So I hadn't had that. So then once I got that opportunity and that freedom, it was like, you know, just a little kid just kind of, just let out, let, you know, set free. And I didn't necessarily know how to react to it. It was like, oh, okay, this is what, you know, higher education is about. This is what college is about. This is what people, you know, do and what you go through. And when you have that level of freedom and then at the same time you have this friendship that is a little serious or getting a little serious and, and has more of a level of security there, I was torn between the two. I was torn between what I really wanted. But obviously, you know, with, through our conversations, we realized that, and, and that was a short period of time. Of course, when we were living through it, it seemed like it yeah. lasts forever. It seemed like it was long, but it was a short period of time before we realized that we wanted to be exclusive with one another. And we had a desire to, um, you know, try to make it work, you know, and go forward with it. So I had to, you know, communicate. Trundle had to communicate, and we needed to make a decision. <laughs> it was just funny, like, with our communication within those months, like, we were still kind of, like, barely talking to each other, but with each other every day, every weekend, every family event, you know, things like that, planning concerts and, you know, things like that together. So, um, you know, as we're kind of drawing to an end, I guess what we want to say is, like, when you are building on the foundation. um, Like I like how Trundle has been saying, you know, building the house, the structure of the house. Um, There's tons of like home improvement TV shows and we've sat and we've watched them and we've watched them talk about how you know a older home that that was the wood was cured and they took their time you know doing certain things to the wood to make sure that it didn't get termite damage and all of these different things versus somebody who kind of quickly tried to put this house together and then here it is a hundred years later this particular house is still standing you know versus this house was ate up by termites and they pretty much got to tear the house down they can't even you know refurbish it so those things, life is going to happen to everybody, and life is definitely going to happen in your relationship, and it's going to happen hard. It doesn't always have to be um, infidelities and different things like that that cause you to go through. Everybody's going to have losses of parents, of children, of dreams, you know, in their relationship, and you want to make sure that the foundation is sure to be able to get you through some of those things. So I am grateful to God. You know that we had. Some of this stuff that happened to us. Early on what I have raised my hand. And say oh yeah I'll take that trial. Mm-hmm. No I wouldn't say said that. <laughs> you know but I am glad. Because it. It made us who we are today.
1: But that's one of those things. Like we said in the beginning one of those. We didn't plan for stuff like that to happen. It just happened. But in it it made us stronger it brought us closer together and it instilled it started building that trust in one another and uh really putting us closer to each other because this is the this is the not even the, the the third year of our relationship We got married four years into our into our into our relationship. Yeah, so that was probably
0: the first. That's like the first maybe year and a half, half, two
1: years of our relationship. Mm -hmm. So we're unknowingly, subconsciously building, like Fatima said, that Mm -hmm. solid framework to Mm -hmm. our house. Mm -hmm. And I liken it to, you know, the the old story of the three little pigs, where you know one pig built his house out of straw. The wolf blew it down. That adversity came and blew that down. He had to run to his brother's house that was made out of wood. And the wolf, you know, they didn't want to listen to the older brother. And the wolf blew that house down. And they had to run to the last brother's house whose house was made out of brick. Mm-hmm. And that solid framework, the wolf couldn't do anything. That adversity, when adversity came, it couldn't... It couldn't penetrate it. it couldn't
0: penetrate it. Couldn't it. it. it couldn't
1: and penetrate. it was it mm-hmm. was strong to withstand the 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 problem, right. and that's what we're that's what we're saying now. You know, you're gonna come into problems. You're gonna come with something that's gonna test your relationship. It's gonna mm-hmm. test your faith. It's gonna test how you feel about one another. Mm-hmm. How do you handle it, and how do you deal with it? Is is the is the key. Right. And like I said, how we dealt with it was, you know, we're we communicated one with one, one another. Yeah despite letting one another go yeah we still stayed in communication because that was the lord saying no this is the person mm-hmm. that i put for you on this earth mm-hmm. to be with to and to spend the rest of your life with so
0: and it's funny because you know with that it's like realizing I, people are always like you know well how do you know you know how do you know that this is the person it was like just like um you know just like what we're saying That when we, when I made the decision, oh yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to date this guy. But I still knew that I had a responsibility with Trendle. I need to take you to work tomorrow. You know, I need, you know, it's like I I couldn't go against my word. I still wasn't going to go against my word and I wasn't willing to do that. And only with someone who I feel like you love or that you truly care for that you are willing to do that. And he was willing to like, yeah, I need a ride tomorrow.
1: (laughs) You know, it was like, we we didn't know what we was going to say to each other. It might be an argument all the way. It (laughs) might be some silence. It might be, but
0: But the fact, the fact remains. So it was like, you know, even with that house being, being built with brick, there was still adversity that came against the house. But the adversity wasn't able to tear the house down. But the adver- adversity still came. It still, is go- it still is going to come.
1: And because the mortar between our brick mm-hmm. was love. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that was cute. The, 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 mort- was the cute. mortar between our brick was love. That's mm-hmm. what sustained us yeah. in, in that first bit of adversity and built us stronger. It was like, no, nah, I'm not letting this house crumble down. Yeah. You know we're going to we're going to keep it going we're going to keep building we're going now we're going to add the rooms on Now, but you ain't got to ever worry about this house coming down yeah so anytime something come against you you going to still be standing when the smoke clear
0: yeah
1: and that's well that's how we started getting to where we are today
0: yeah
1: so going forward we're going to start talking about different things yeah that come that that come along that again test your the the st- yeah, uh, stability the of your house.
0: Yeah, the durability of your relationship. And
1: how do you handle that? And yeah. again, using our own testimony as the source. Yep.
0: All right. So we'll see you guys on the next one. God bless.
1: God bless. Thank you all. Have a good evening.